sides of the story Two sides of the story Two sides of the story With Tom and Sean Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to another edition of Two Sides of the Story. That is Tom Sides. And that is 1920s broadcaster Sean Sides. I thought I'd bring us in nice and hot and heavy. How you doing, big man? Big game last night. Big <laughs> fucking win, baby! <laughs> okay, hold on. I want to talk about the hockey game, but if that's your version of bringing us in hot and heavy, <laughs> you're... Your energy completely changed when you wanted to talk about hockey. You went like, now it's time to do a podcast to, hey, fucking hockey, let's go! Yeah, that's the way you do it. You start low and you bring high. You can enter the room like high and everyone's like, oh, yeah. But when you enter the room slow and then change the tempo, people really listen. As stated by the people that are still listening to this right now. After I fucking blew their ears out with yelling, yeah. Sorry about that. It was pretty filtered nice, yeah. It's all good. Um, the recording system seems to divvy some of that stuff down a little bit to make it a little more listener friendly. I've noticed. Yeah, it's called editing. <laughs> As he scratches his face in modesty, nice. Yep, but big win by the Oilers last night. Fucking, let's yeah. talk about it. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Uh, it was a good series. LA's a tough team. You know, it was tight. A couple games could have gone either way. The Oilers could have wrapped it up sooner. You know, we had a few overtime blunders. You know, blunders mm-hmm. for us, victories for them. It is what it is, and that's the game of the like hockey. But. Yeah. I was ready to fucking crucify Skinner for that fucking play until I saw the replay. Crazy, right? Yeah, it's like a once broken a million. Stick. He tries to clear the puck in front of the net. Like, I'm sure a lot of people have seen it, but if you haven't, you don't watch hockey. It's like the worst-case scenario. Your goaltender has the puck. He goes to play it out the front of the net. There's a guy barreling down on him. His stick breaks. The puck goes directly to the guy. The guy shoots and scores. Yeah. And it wasn't even, like, a noticeable break. Like, 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 when you saw the play, you were just like, oh, my God, he fucking fanned on it. Yeah, that's what everyone thought for sure. It was like hard to swallow, but it's hockey and shit happens. <laughs> what do you do? Well, yeah, uh, but know what? Good for the fucking Oilers. Good for the city of Edmonton. Fuck, it must have been wild in the Ice District last night. Yeah, no kidding. People were out in rage. The one thing I'll comment on that I just I think it's fucking so funny and so silly to do in today's day and age there was a bunch of people who like pushed down one of the barricades in the Joey Moss pit because tickets were sold out and they wanted to get in there to party basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, people were like got trampled, like stepped on and hurt. And you're like, you fucking ding dongs, you know that everybody has a phone and a camera in 2023, right? Mm-hmm. So all the people that are like, Oh, I made it. I got through, I ran through, I didn't need to, you're on camera and you're probably going to get charged. Because you were a fucking moron and didn't get the tickets on time. Yeah. Now you've like injured people. Like you could get like seriously charged with some some shit because you wanted to go and stand and watch somewhere different than where you were standing and watching. Like, oh, I just see these morons doing this shit, and you're like, I hope they fucking throw the book at you, you idiot. Because people yeah. are getting hurt, you know. And like, it's I don't know. It's anytime you see that kind of shit. It, it, drives me up the wall like use your fucking head yeah 
No, it's fucking disappointing. There's like old people and fucking kids down there, and you're trampling people. Like, what? You, like, ugh. disgusting. Yeah. But anyways, that's the, some of the nasty side of hockey and any sport that you get. Sometimes is just people who are there for the party and not for the actual event. Yeah, you know, people that represent hockey don't act and do shit like that usually. Well, man, I gotta say, like, the fucking sea of, like, orange and blue and white yesterday, just, like, looking at the scenes in Edmonton was a fucking beautiful sight. Yeah. I love that the Oilers sell out, um, what's it called? Uh, Rogers, Rogers Place. Place. Yeah. yeah, Rogers Place. Just for the away games. For the yeah. fucking away games. Isn't that like, I, I I did that a few times with, like, when the Oilers were in the playoffs. Yeah, it's fun. We were at the same one, obviously, years ago. Um, it's crazy to me, not only do we sell at the arena for away games, we also sell at like the Joey Moss pit, and there's another area that people can go downtown that's free to go watch. It's just mm-hmm. insane. We're planning on going down there in round two. Um, we yeah. did make round one Boston trip and, you know, had a nice you... little shindiggity at my house last night. For Well, yeah, you sent me a picture of the whole family over. That's awesome. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. A nice, <clears throat> it was the first time ever in Jen's life, that she wore a jersey. Can you get her a proper fucking jersey, please? Because that practice jersey... She's refused her whole life. She hates the Oilers. She's always hated it. Last night, there was just something in the air. We made her do it, and we're like, okay, well, now you're coming to our house to watch every single game, and you have to wear that jersey, because the Oilers won. (laughs) It's funny how much, like, a little bit of superstition comes in. I was, uh... So, yeah, I bought that new Oilers hat that I was wearing last week on the podcast. Yeah. And then, uh... Fucking, there was the game where the Oilers were down 3 nothing in the fucking first period. I'm like, I swear to God, if it's this fucking hat. And then I put on my Gretz jersey, because I wasn't wearing the jersey at the time. Yeah. I was like, all right, a little extra mojo, let's go. Let's throw on the Gretz jersey, we'll see what happens. Fucking tie it up. 3-3, I'm like, all right. So it's the combination that now I need to wear for every yeah, fucking Oilers. There's a long time where I had to strip all of my Oilers gear. Because it just didn't like feng shui. If I was wearing a, even a t-shirt, they would get their asses handed to them. So I was like, okay, next game I'm going to try nothing. And then they went on a winning streak. So I was like, okay, well I can't wear anything Oilers then for a while. Yeah. <clears throat> but playoffs is a special exemption. It's like we always. It's kind of funny because obviously Will Ferrell's been part of this series. Every time we're in LA, he's got his face painted stupid. But there's something from one of his movies that I think reigns true with hockey, and it's Elf when they're trying to get the sleigh to fly, they have to give their team and, or sorry, their Santa Claus enough spirit. They need people to believe. And I think the same is true in hockey. You fill up the spirit meter with enough belief and enough, like putting energy into your team that they do good and win. And so I always try to have a lot of spirit for hockey. You do anything to bring it back to Christmas, eh? Hey, But it makes sense. It's like the spirit yeah. meter. I I love what Oilers fans did with the the mocking of Will Ferrell, the getting the Photoshop of him crying and like Step Brothers, the 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 sign saying like refs, you live on a f- throne of lies. The just the fucking everything, right? It, it, and I loved it. Like the the fans that would paint their faces like Will Ferrell, just to be like, ha fuck you. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> It's yeah, a like good, it, like, and you know he loves it too, right? Like that's yeah. the thing about this kind of sport. Like this is not a thing to like it's fandom at its finest, and it's not like they're not trying to insult the guy. They're just trying to like 
if you think you're bringing your juju to the fucking Kings, well, guess what, buddy? We're bringing that same juju to the fucking Oilers. One thing that the Kings did that entertained the fuck out of me was they had, like, a pregame video with Cartman in a Kings uh, uniform. And he goes, like, let's go, Kings! Let's go, kids! And then, like, a Canadian shows up, and I was, oh, here we go, Canada, here we go. And then Cartman just fucking takes him out. I just thought that that was one of the funniest fucking things. Because I have a yeah. sense of humor about that shit. And, like, ah, uh, fucking God bless the people at South Park for fucking doing that shit. I thought that was so fucking funny. I mean, if you have a chance to check it out, it's fucking funny. But I'm trying that to being... decide if I should go with, like, a really bad bit right now. Or just like let this pass and not um, say anything. It's so, a- so clearly you weren't listening. No, I was listening, <laughs> but at the same time I was like, this kind of correlates with something else. But I'm like, nah, let's just let it go. It's yeah. fucking funny. What do you want? Do you want to hear it or do you want me to shut the I mean, now I kind of want to hear it. I was going to say, I bet you loved it when the Kings fan was spitting on that little girl who has cancer. The same kind I- of idea when they were shitting on the Canadians because it was like something like, ha ha. What are you talking about? Oh, you missed that. There's a little girl from Edmonton, and she has cancer. And she they took her like kind of like a, almost like a make a wish thing to the game. And some LA Kings fans spit on her because she was wearing an Oilers jersey. And they were like against Canada, probably inspired by the Cartman video that you were. I don't. About. And I, was I, like, I, I don't these. know. I don't know how you got what I enjoyed out <laughs> of the fucking South Park video to that. In the like, end, it was kind of a nice story the, because Kings fan rallied together and like raised twenty two thousand dollars for her foundation so far because yeah. they were so disgusted by what someone had done. Like it's the whole disrespecting like other players. From other no, no, teams. I get what you're talking about. I'm a little concerned that you think that I would enjoy that. Well, I'm I was also, like, what is he? I'm doing? Also- he I was also Canadian getting hit, and that literally happened at the game. I was like, oh I enjoyed, God. I enjoyed the Mom. cartoon. I enjoyed a cartoon, Sean. <laughs> Didn't I say Sh- it was? Hey, I warned you, it was a terrible bit. I oh, God, funny, but I was I'm like, just like, how do you fucking look at me? <laughs> like uh, Jesus Christ, that is not what I expected out of you. And also, for fuck's sake, you. Oh, Tom loves it when those. Kids with riddled with cancer, riddled with it, get spit on by team by people they that cheer for another with team. The, the Canadian no, by Cartman no, 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 no. Uh, I would, I, I think I deserve an apology for one. That was a bit <laughs> fucked up. I fucking warned you; it was a terrible bit, and I shouldn't probably I, do it. But it's yeah. kind of funny. You have to admit it was a little bit funny. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny now that I fucking called you out on your bullshit. But Jesus uh, Christ, Sean. <laughs> I'm sorry that I pointed out what you were doing there. Whoa! <laughs> whoa! Whoa, 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 That's not an apology. Sorry. That's I you doubling down. Tom, yeah. I would like to retract all of my previous statements. Okay, let's let's start over. Welcome to Two Sides of the Story. <laughs> no, no, no. Can, can we just go ahead and say Tom is anti-cancer and yeah, of uh, doesn't want kids that have it to have it, <laughs> let alone... Any, he spit on while having it. Direction are completely wrong. Jesus anyway, fucking Christ! You're just an asshole sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> fucking getting me fired up right off the fucking go here. Jesus Christ! Speaking of getting me fired up, 
19-year curse in Toronto is finally fucking yeah, over. Yeah, we're going to talk about it. Like, why are you betting on these people, Tom? We know if you're making a bet, they're going to win. So I don't think you should be doing this anymore. Uh, that's the lesson I'm taking from it. I'm just not fucking betting anymore. Someone asked me, like, last night, do I have any money on the Oilers last night? I know. I go, no, I actually want them to win. <laughs> <laughs> like, so <laughs> Yeah, oh, fuck. And it, I, I learned that lesson. I was probably 15, 20 years ago. Obviously, the Oilers had a dark 30-year period there. But I knew don't fucking bet on your team, Sean, because they're going to lose. It's nothing yeah. worse. It's just you shouldn't gamble on your team. Yeah. And, like, but that was the thing. Like, I like if you look at the Toronto Maple Leafs series with, um, with the Bolts, those games could have gone either way a lot of the times. Oh, yeah, for sure. So it's not like... Hey, uh, let's. Uh, what the fuck did you send me? Our front window. Sorry, I just wanted to say okay. it to you. Okay, sorry. Hey, um, I wasn't trying to interrupt. I just said, yeah. saw it. I was like, oh, uh, so, like, it's not like. Hold on, man. I just lost my train of thought. What was I talking about? I don't fucking know. It was something about Toronto. Your love for the Leafs. I don't know. I can't remember. Go fuck yourself today. Jesus. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know why you're doing like why this is happening. I'm not trying to be an asshole to you. I just it was funny uh, in the moment. You've called me the two worst things you could be: <laughs> pro spitting on kids with cancer and a Leafs fan. What the actual fuck is wrong with you? Sorry. I'm gonna go stand in the corner for five. minutes. Just like, have you had your coffee this morning? Jesus did, yeah. Christ! It is a little bit early though. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, you could have had all morning if you wanted to. I told you we had That's all true. day. You came to me, fuckface. This, like, is my, this is my uh, cross to bear. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, sorry, yeah. But yeah, 19-year curse broken. Um, yeah, so good for the Leafs. I'm out 100 bucks. That's um nice. Yeah, whatever. Win some, you lose some. Yeah, that's the way it goes. I'm excited. Uh, like, Wouldn't it be cool in a way to see Toronto-Edmonton final? how fucking insane Canada would be. There'd be a line drawn in Manitoba where everyone would be to yell at each other. <laughs> Dude, you'd be amazed. Like, the amount of Oilers fans that are in Nova Scotia, granted, there's a lot of fucking Leafs fans here. There's yeah, of course. But, like, everywhere I go, Oilers hat, Oilers jersey, Oilers hoodie. Like, it's fucking That's out cool. there. And it's that thing of just, I love this sport so much. Like, I like. I was at dinner with Hillary last night before the start of the Leafs game, and I was just on board with the whole game, just going like, it's so fucked up how much I love this. Yeah. <laughs> like, just love oh, it. Like, so the insane. amount of emotionally involved I am in this. For sure. And, like, you know, you rock your fucking team sweater, and, like, even if it's teams, like, I'm not, like, like emotionally invested in. Like, if I went to another city, I think I would love – to just to be a part of the fucking culture for a day we yeah, talked about sure. this a million times it's just the amount i just fucking love playoff hockey is it was funny with jen yesterday like it, what exactly what you're speaking to uh, when we made her wear the jersey and she actually sat down to watch the entire hockey game with us and she was like you know the stressful moments of the room when everyone's like ah! and she was all in on it and afterwards she's like that was like fucking exhilarating they were like, Jen, we've been telling you this our your whole life. Doesn't it feel good to be part of something? You're part of a team now. She was wearing a jersey, and it's like, you get on board, 
with in like when they were beating on Yamamoto, we told her that like often Yamamoto cries himself as he leaves the arena because he's so little and they all pick on him. We were just fucking with her, me and Josh, and then the rest of the group kind of went with it, being like, Yeah, they're always abusing him, he's a little guy. So they're and then when he scored the game winner, it was just like for her, it was the magic moment that we painted because of the way we were selling it to her all game. But when you see sporting in a kid or in someone who hasn't experienced it, someone who's not from Canada who comes here, you get a jersey on them, you get them to a game, you get them in a room with like fans that love their team. Live so good. Live hockey changes lives. I think live sport a live sport changes lives. I think I can take yeah. that across the board. It just But yeah, no. I would have killed to have been there. Um uh, I fuck I would, if I could get a playoff game in I would fucking do so in a I'm going to try really hard still. They're fucking expensive. It's hard to justify when you're, like, changing careers and fucking just went yeah. on a trip and spent a bunch of money and shit. But you're like, man, I want to go so bad. Even going, like, to the watch party, it's hard because it sells out in, like, fucking 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. So you, you can't, like, we wanted to do that. And, but and I was trying to explain this. Like, I don't know why Edmonton gets shit on all the time. And, like, people ask me, like, how can you still be a Habs fan and an Oilers fan? Well, you know, fuck. It's simple, really. It's it's just, like, I got a team in the East and a team in the West. But when I lived in Edmonton, and I didn't have this experience when I was in Vancouver, when I lived in Edmonton, the fans just fucking won me over. Yeah. I fucking loved Oilers fans. I you Like, the game, the fucking atmosphere, the just... I, the, like the two first games I went to, they lost both to the Avalanche, yeah. and and just like hearing the fans going, "All right, boys, we'll get them next time." Like yeah. it wasn't like they just shit on the team. They didn't go fucking fire the coach, trade this fucking guy for a bag of pucks. <laughs> fucking Jesus Christ, how's this guy not retired yet? Like there was none of that, absolutely none of that. We have fucking Canadians lose are like fucking fire this guy trade him fucking get rid of this guy everyone's like a fucking armchair general manager all of a sudden yeah and you're just like Jesus Christ it's the but dark you... underbelly of hockey sometimes and it does happen here as well Edmonton's not exempt from it but the general fan base the large portion of fans is just here to support the team win or lose and that's what I always say about like being a diehard fan or being a fair weather fan you know what i mean it's when you're a diehard fan you're there for your team they're my team it's my only team and that's mm-hmm. just the way life's gonna be and that's what you find here at edmonton a lot of the time for sure yeah no it's did and you watch the, the video of the front window no uh, not uh not completely have a quick look at it it's kind of cool okay. crystal spent like six hours or five hours writing out all the players' numbers and stuff and doing it all backwards so that you can see it from the inside or from the outside looking and, in. And, like, that's, like, it's the kind of level of fandom I can get behind, too, is just, but she didn't have time to write Nugent Hopkins. She only wrote Nuge. Everyone well, else we, gets her whole fucking name. Nuge. Everyone Not, calls him Nuge in the city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone <laughs> gets their whole fucking name except for Nuge. <laughs> i'm kidding i just think that's I funny I, it's uh, fine. um yeah it's a lot it's a fucking mouthful like get a shorter name bro and then he did because we gave it to him <laughs> but yeah no it's fun to it's fun to be part of this city and like you said when you're here and playoff hockey's happening like the city was lit last night like mm-hmm. everybody fucking i feel that way about hard. most canadian cities though i would love to 
like like you saw Toronto, like the tr- difference like between the cities were just the location. Hundred percent. Like like the fans that were that weren't awesome, in the arena. The, the excitement level is awesome. You just it go to more. the home team. Yeah. You go to the fucking arena, you go to the, the shit, you fucking experience it. What a fucking time to be alive. Like For yeah. sure. I'm I'm dying to ask you though. Uh Boston, Florida. How you feeling about this series, big man? Um I'm a little bit surprised that Florida is hanging on, but I yeah. do think the Bruins are going to fucking destroy. I fucking uh, hope that Florida kicks their ass. I, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I want Matthew Kachuk to lose because I fucking dislike that player, but mm. it's really funny when there's a big upset like this, like a 42 game win or a 42 win differential between these two fucking teams. That's insane. Like largest mm. gap in the expansion era since. Yeah. The but um, you got to look at it this way. Like you can't, Stats mean dick in playoffs, man. You you and I both know that. Stats mean dick. I like the matchup. I've always liked the matchup. I did think it was going to yeah. be a – I know it was going to be a cakewalk for the Bruins. I thought they were going to no, win No, I five. didn't think game seven, though. I thought it would be six yeah. Bruins. But now I'm like, fuck, like, they could pull a huge upset. But I want Bruins to win in a way, too, because I think they'll take Toronto. I like – I like, but I love the Toronto-Boston matchup. Like, just as a exactly. hockey fan, as a yeah. hockey fan – that is a much better fucking original matchup. matchup. Look, the original like, six matchup, the fucking rivalry with Boston and Toronto is just as fucking livid as Toronto, Montreal and Boston. Like yeah, I, sure. I fucking love it, and I'm here for it. That, and that's yeah. the thing I love about these. Like, there's these storylines with hockey somehow. Like, there's, yeah. like, but it, but the the real fucking series that's got me shocked is the Avalanche and the Seattle Kraken going to Game Seven. Agreed. I was like, "What the holy fuck shit, is going they have on there?" The ropes. Yeah, I would be yeah. so okay if they take Colorado out. I don't like never count Colorado out. I think they're going to win Game Seven personally. I would love idea. to see this with Seattle though. So like, Same. He, but like, can we talk about this like a little bit? Like, this is okay. Thomas is putting on his fucking aluminum foil hot hat right now. Okay. I'm going a little conspiracy theorist on this. This is I where I start to think hockey gets a little bit fixed, a little yeah. bit. So you got these expansion teams, okay? Let's take a look at Vegas when they first came into the NHL, made it all the way to this fucking Stanley Cup final. First fucking hit, and then they're like playoff run, pre- playoff run. Like they, they're a fucking serious contender team yeah. all the time, which is fine, whatever. Good players play there, and I can – then all of a sudden, fucking Seattle comes around. I have a rough fucking start to the season. All of a sudden, second season in the NHL. Holy fuck, here they are taking it to the fucking Stanley Cup champions. I can say Jeez, this, Tom. Like, the only I, argument against I have for this is I just have one city, one word. Arizona. <laughs> if they were going to try to fix things to fix a team or to make them like have a better fan base... Arizona would be in Game Seven, fucking Stanley Cup Final, to try to save that fucking yeah. I guess so. Situation. Well, it, but I know what you're it, saying. Like the new fan bases, you're like, and the Vegas thing was like, holy fucking, look what it did for the city. And now Vegas is like, they have a serious fucking fan base, right? And I'm happy for Seattle too. I think it's just when you get a ragtime, when you get to draft from every single team, and they can only protect so many players. You know what? All you like, if you have good scouts you're going to really put together a good team because you're like, well, this guy will give us this, that. And the statisticians in the NHL now are so in-depth that they know, they have an idea of how players are going to mold. doesn't always work, but I just feel like that's a big part of it, you know? Yeah. 
I, I guess it's just like because like, I go back to like certain eras of Stanley Cup wins. Like, let's go back to like when the Mighty Ducks won the cup, yeah, against Ottawa. Like, I don't know, there's just certain teams. Like, you if you look at history and you look at the matchups, and like, hell, even like, and I don't know, you hate talking about it because it's Calgary, but even when Calgary sh- technically should have beat the fucking Tampa Bay Lightning but they called back that goal, but it was clearly a fucking goal. Like, mm-hmm. those little fucking moments, it's a little pro wrestling to me. Definitely wasn't a goal, but I know what you're saying for sure. Are you fucking serious? It was obviously not a goal. Tampa clearly won that game. It was just, anyways, we, we shouldn't get into this. It'll just... You're just like, saying you're so anti-Calgary that you can't even throw them that bone? No, there was no... They I, not, Honestly, I don't even think they should have been there in the first place. See you know, that, but that's the that, but that's the thing, right? That's what I'm talking about. You're so anti-Calgary that a clear yeah, goal goes. I, no, fuck them. No, no, no. They cheated. I hate them. Yeah, yeah. They are a bunch of cheaters for sure, and it carries on to other teams too. Like I'm, I'd be okay with Florida fucking losing to Boston just because Matthew Chuck's there. Fuck that guy. Even though if he was on my team, I would love him. The same is true of Dowdy. In L.A., like, the city fucking hates Dowdy and is booing, was booing him every time he touched the puck, which is awesome and hilarious and part yeah. of hockey. But if dude, if Duty was on my team, I would be so fucking happy, like, because he's such a dick, such an instigator, and he's, like, highly talented. You know what I mean? I can look at the opposition and say that, except for Calgary, because fuck Calgary. But I love the city, just on the team. Team sucks shit. Anyways, um, so fucking happy they didn't make it. <laughs> oh, we're gonna get better. Oh, we're gonna sign all these players. Yeah, we love Kachuk. We love lost Goudreau. We're gonna bring in all these guys, and we're actually a better team now than we were before. <laughs> Sorry, I'm done. That's enough. Okay, so been waiting to get that out. It's just inside of me. You brought it up Calgary, and I was like, I haven't roasted them yet about that. So it's pretty fucking funny. Yeah. But like you, you see how I get a little conspiracy theorist when it comes to fucking hockey. Yeah, I do because Batman's so anti-Canadian team. So anytime a Canadian team succeeds, it seems to like people like, always reference the officiating in every series against Canada. How it, oddly it always seems to go against the Canadian team. It's so fucking weird. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. I, I try not to put on a tinfoil tinfoil hat because if I did and I really like started to believe these things, I couldn't watch hockey anymore. But I I truly don't think it is fixed because just the way the sport is, sometimes shit, crazy shit happens. This this stuff he calls, though, that that can be really hard sometimes where you're like, dude. I like it when they're even on the no penalties each side. Like there was one for like the high stick on L.A. and then there was like one back on Edmonton. Like, you know, it's it's, they kind of even it out. But at the same time, like call some shit. Yeah. It's it's part of the game. I just want fairness, and I just want the rules, like, to be clear. Yeah. That's all it is. But, yeah, I don't know. I Like, I'm, I try not to be the guy who, be, oh, the referees screwed us in that. Like, no, but there's, like, like there's certain things. Like, the, like, my dad tried to explain this to me years ago. He goes, like, the referees don't want to be responsible for the outcome of the game. So they yeah. try not to call penalties. But by not calling penalties, are you then not controlling the outcome of the game? Exactly. It's a double-edged sword that can be very sharp on both sides, right? Yeah. Like, that's the thing, right? Like, you're going to let a fucking high stake slide, and then a goal happens because of it. That's you controlling the outcome of the game. 
one of my favorite parts from this series, uh, Edmonton LA, was when Zach Hyman scored off his face and just like yep. he still celebrate. Like he's holding his face and he puts his glove up and skates past the whole team and they're all fist bumping him and then yeah. the boys are like hugging him. And like, my face hurts. Yeah. <laughs> his face new just like laughing his ass off and they all are because yeah. like it just you got a broken you know, jaw. Fuck. <laughs> Oh, that dude getting hit in the face with a frozen puck is no joke. That's like a haymaker yeah. hitting you in yeah. your mouth. He took it like a man and laughed it off and was just like, fuck, that hurts. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. had his head in the game all night, so I wasn't surprised that he got that goal. But mm-hmm. so, uh, we got, so let's touch upon oh, some of the other series. So we got the Canes moving forward. I don't think that's a surprise. I knew the Canes were probably going to beat the Islanders. I didn't. No one's that. surprised by that, yeah. Yeah. I like the Canes odds against that. Um, and then, so if they play the winner of what's, uh, the New Jersey and New York uh, series, yeah, which, which I fucking called from the start that was going to go to seven, that yeah, that was probably going to be... You said Jersey. That was going to be... That was going to be the matchup of the, the playoffs. I fucking love that matchup. Yeah. I know that it's... The back and forth of it all, the the rivalry of it all, I fucking love it. Um, I don't know. I don't know who's going to win that one. I, I think I said New Jersey, but fuck. The Rangers are so hot right now. Yeah, it can go. <clears throat> it's, excuse me. It's like a series that can really go either way, and that's fucking awesome. I, I don't know. I I think I want Jersey to take it. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm okay yeah. either way. Like, yeah. that to me is... Like, I don't have a horse in that race at all. No, <clears throat> I think it'd just be funny because they went out and got Kane, and they were like, yeah. you know, thinking everyone was like, Rangers just bought a cup. They just bought a fucking cup for sure. So mm-hmm. it's nice to see teams like that fall. Yeah. No, I'm I'm, uh, I'm intrigued by that. So, like, whoever they end up playing, um, I would like it just for the uh, – Visual, I would like to see them play uh, the Canes play New York because the one thing that pissed me off was watching the Bolts play the fucking Leafs as they have the exact same the fucking color scheme. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Like, too. Jesus fucking Christ. A lot of red. Can we, there was a, yeah, that was, a, it's a lot of red there, but it's going to be like, oh, you're blue and white? Us too, we're blue and white. Yeah. Fucking cool, man. Pretty like, yeah, if you're not, if you can't, you, like, there's a few times where I had to, like, look at center eyes to know who, which team was fucking who. Yeah, 100%. <clears throat> and that's funny when that happens. But, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. It's nice that it's narrowing down. Dallas, Minnesota. Dallas took minis out. That's interesting. Yeah. Too. Yeah, that's kind of – sorry? I was going to say all the – I was skipping on to the next series. So, if you have something pertaining to this series. No, no. I, I, I think that you can't sleep on Dallas either. Like, they have nope. a good, strong team. They have strong go, uh, goaltending in Jake Ottinger. Um, yeah. Ottinger, yeah. Ottinger. Um. Yeah. Yeah, it's... it'll be interesting. I like that yeah. uh, all the controversy in Winnipeg. Their fucking GM coming out and just trashing. I was like, "What is this guy doing?" <laughs> Pretty rough. Hellebuck wants out, which is insane. Yeah. That's gotta suck for Jets fans. Yeah. Well, I don't blame him. Sorry about that. Uh, computer just fucking reset on me. I have no idea. Not a big deal. It actually made me feel good in a way because usually it's me that has computer issues. So I was like, oh, Tom's having a computer issue for me. It's so nice. It's not just yeah. Sean. Yeah, that sucks. It yeah, it was like mid-sentence mid and all of a sudden my screen's black. I'm like, 
Um, it's funny because I texted you and I was like, just froze. And I like <clears throat> honestly thinking it was me. So it's fucking funny. You're like, oh no, my computer's. I was like, oh fuck, it wasn't yeah. me. That's so, funny. Uh, what were we talking about? Um, you were saying Ottinger is a great yeah. goalie for Dallas. Yeah. So like, no, I think he'll hold his own. But like, then they have the matchup of playing. Seattle and the Avalanche, which if they play Seattle, I don't think it would be a cakewalk for Dallas, but I give them the edge. But also, if yeah. you're the team that took out the reigning Stanley Cup champions, that momentum, you can't, like, you can't fucking yeah. stop that. That's fucking hard. So. Yeah, I'm very curious to see how it all pans out. That's for sure. It's going to be some good hockey. Eight teams left mm-hmm. soon. Right, couple game sevens to be yeah. played out, and then it'll be down yeah. to eight. And then, so. well, what's left? Is there any other series we haven't talked about yet? Um, that's it. Yeah. How do you like the odds of Edmonton and Vegas? Um. Well, Vegas is a really good team. Honestly, I think the Oilers can beat any team on any given night, but we can also be defeated on any given night. So it's a very contentious series. I won't be surprised at all if it's a game seven. You know what I mean? We've played them four times this season. We beat them three times. They beat us once. And the once they beat us, they uh, beat us 7-4. We beat them the next game 7-2. So they're like a completely different team than LA. It's going to be like offensive, a very offensive series. And so we're going to need our stars to perform at their best and you know Skinner. I have a lot of faith in him. I think that he. I was right. I honestly, when I saw that play with the stick, I thought I was like fucking. I almost fucking died. Skinner, and then I then I, and and I then I saw the, the replay where his stick was actually broken. And I went like, okay, yeah, I forgive you, Skinner. Okay, that can happen to anybody. <laughs> I'd like from now on any stoppage in play for there to be an inspection, a self inspection of your stick. After this, to make sure that it's still sturdy in all all possible ways, that you can take a light shot and it'll also mm-hmm. be fine. I would just he made just have a quick he made some great saves. To be honest, like he fucking oh yeah, like Jesus Christ, and like I like that he's a rookie man. We got to keep that in mind too. Like he's a rookie goaltender right now, and he's fucking stolen the reins from Jack Campbell, and he's holding like. I am proud of what has happened so far. With well, this happens all the time, man. For this. Like yep. this is how these stories. It's your time. Yeah, this is how these stories are made. Like this is how Carey Price got his fucking name. Yep. This is how all these guys get their name. It takes one goalie to fucking shit the bed, and then, all right, man. Well, we're gonna go to you. Fucking step up. Yeah, here's the keys. Yeah, your your time to shine, and it's just you know you never know what's gonna happen. I, I'm enjoying the hockey so much. It's so fun. Like I love having like watching it with everyone and just having those moments of celebration, even in defeat. Sometimes, you know, it it sucks to lose, but boy, does it get you fired up? No, fuck. Yeah, man. I love it. It's like, it's literally like we were just talking about before. Like I care so much about what happens. I can't bet. I can't bet on it. I won't bet on it. Like I, like I'll do like, I'll do like a nothing bet over like what? Fuck the least, whatever. Fuck you. But like, (laughs) but, yeah, it's it's exciting time to be alive at Edmonton and every other city in the NHL right now that still has a team in the playoffs. It's fucking awesome. And there's like, you know, what can I say? I love hockey. That's my only sport that I watch. Mm-hmm. 
It's fucking awesome, and I recommend it. Agreed. Yeah, no. Like you were saying earlier, hockey change, live sports changes lives. When you take a non-fan or someone who's never been into sports to a game, they're almost always immediately a fan afterwards because it's that much fucking fun. Mm-hmm. Woo! Um, yeah, fuck. You're absolutely right. Um, oh. Have I, just to change gears, or do you still want to talk about playoffs? I'm, I'm wrapped up, I think. That was a good almost 40 minutes of us going on about this okay. shit. Um, so I finished Stargate, SG one, and the and the movies. Lovely. Talk to me, Tom. How are you feeling about everything? Uh, I did feel like their finale was a bit of a TNG ripoff. A bit, a bit. Yeah, like not like the same kind of thing, but the whole like they showed a future playing out a certain way, and then not happening. Um. It was a great show. The movies were fun. I yeah. enjoyed all of that. I see why it has a fan base. I get it. I I enjoyed all of it. And I like that Jack O'Neill came back for the movies. Or a movie. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, the last one there. Um. Yeah, I mean, what's to say? Like, it was very fun. It was funny in moments. They had... You could tell it was a good time on that show. It was entertaining to no end, and like the comedy was fucking great. So yeah, yeah no, great show. Um, I'm I'm excited to get Atlanta started. How did you feel now, like seeing the last two seasons in the movies with the character changes and like the the changes in SG One, like Val Amalderan joining the team, and um, how did you feel about those characters now after that change, like? Well, I think there was like necessary. Like, obviously, Jack O'Neill. It was yeah, good. I, right? I, like, didn't it? Get but but really we see, like, good. but these things make sense. <clears throat> Adding additions to the team, or changing up the team, or replacing other people to the team, that makes sense to me. Like, like, look, hockey teams go yeah. through fucking signings and trades all the fucking time. So, of course, all that made sense to me. Adding her. Uh, Val adding Vala to the team made sense to me because she's got some inside scoop to the fucking you having more intelligence is never a bad thing. Yes, does she have a shady past? Absolutely. Yeah. But how they brought her in, I loved every fucking second of it. Um so much like intense moments, you know, with the Ori with her character and like mm-hmm. what an interesting character yeah. arc. And it was like you feel for like the relationship between her and Daniel it was like pretty intense at times. Mm-hmm. I, I love them. Like I ship them. Yeah, sure. I. They're but the ones was... that like. I wish that they fucking had their moment too. Just like, well, you kind of got it a little bit, but then to not have it later. In unending, yeah. Which I love too. The way that they played all that out. It was like the ship when they were on the ship, and the, it was just a fucking good episode. I, I cherish some of those episodes. It's been too long since I've gone back. Like I haven't seen them in, you know, almost a decade probably, but <clears throat> talking with you about it and like thinking back to like what I remember after having watched it three times through back then. No, and it's very well written. So like, I'm excited to get into Atlantis. So I'm going to get into that. I got f- like, what is it? Five seasons of that. So yeah, only five. Yeah, we'll just, whatever. That's fine. It's a good watch, man. I'm, you'll be excited. It's I really like um, Atlantis too. It's 
solid. Like it, when you're in the pocket of SG one and you're getting like the better seasons in the later half, like, you know, season seven, eight on where it's like, they're really developed the characters and like, it's just good fucking episode after episode after episode. It, Atlantis kind of starts directly into that. Mm-hmm. So you get this like, Oh shit. Oh yeah. And then it's like, it, they didn't take as long to grow into a fantastic show as what some other shows do because of the backbone of SG one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> I'll say that. Um, yeah. I, I, I like the character development. I like the, uh, I like all the callbacks. I like that to me is what I really enjoy. So one of the things I really like about doctor who is that they'll give you a thing that happened in one episode. And then, like, two, three years later, they'll give you some payoff for it just down the road that you don't even see coming. And you're just like, hey! Hey, they did a thing! <clears throat> and that's that, that I think is awesome. Um, I, I like the fact, like, and then they go back to multiple planets. I always like it when you can bring back characters the way they did. Um, I always thought Buffy was really good for that. Always bringing back, like, the, the same fucking characters of, like, of who what where when how like yeah you're not in an episode for like 10 episodes but we need you back now can you please come back and then they do that um, yeah it's awesome like it, it builds a certain level of nostalgia within the show mm-hmm. you know where you're like oh we're gonna get to see that again and it makes it's fine if a show just moves in a linear direction but i like it a lot when there's callbacks yeah. as well like it some of the things with like where Spike and Drusilla would disappear for two or three seasons, and then all of a sudden they're back as a main character or are a main character now, and you're like, "Fuck yeah!" yeah. Well, it's and it and it just goes to show like how good like writing is. It's like, yeah, you introduce these people for a reason, and then when you don't kill them off, you can still play like you can still play with those toys. I'm not, and that's the thing I really enjoy. Um, I also finished up The Mandalorian, which was to me another great, uh, another great season for that show, and I love the fucking toys that they're playing with, and it opens up more, yeah, more things. It's just seeing, I, I enjoy it so much, and yeah, it's nice when you get these things that make you feel good, and when they have the right people in charge of who's doing it. Mm-hmm. Like who's producing it and making it? It fucking shows. Mm, well, you got you know John I mean? Favreau writing and Dave Filoni at the fucking helm and all this stuff. And I don't know. Like I like the hands that Star Wars is in right now. I didn't like the hands that they were in when they were going off doing those like the the sequel movies where they 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 fuck those up, man. And, and then that like yeah, that kind really of put me did. off Star Wars for a little bit because they fucked those up. And then I and then that edged the way for me being more of a Star Trek fan because where Star Trek uh, where Star Wars dropped the ball fucking star trek picked up a fucking ball and just went like hey we know what you want now we're gonna fucking give it to you and then one like and yeah, then like sure. and they they did that shit like look at all the shows like granted a few of them are ending like picard just ended on a fucking high discovery's ending but whenever you have strange new worlds which is fucking incredible i can't wait to see and then the coming back of lower decks and then the so the oh what is it uh the not station thirty. No, not station thirty one. Oh, Se- section, Se- section thirty one movie that's going to come out. Um, all of this stuff is fucking awesome, and like the people that are writing that, like what's his name, Kurtzman. Fuck yeah, yeah Kurtzman, fucking killing it at his job, and like you can tell that these people, oh, like yeah. it's the thing of that being a fucking fan 
is doing well. Like that now I'm, I'm now I started seeing that um, Amazon Prime wants to reboot SG One. Yeah, I'm seeing this as well. Yeah. There's been a lot of talk since SGU ended, like fucking almost 20 yeah. years of talk, but it's seeming like it's getting more and more traction now because of the success and, of the And, and what stars. I like about this stuff is that you can bring back old cast. You can put them in a different role. You don't have, like, you could do what you did with Jack O'Neill. Make him a general, okay? You don't have to have yeah. him every episode. Yeah, was he the star of the show? No. And it was, yeah, 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 whatever. I get being fed up with playing the same role over and over. I get it. Some people fucking love it. Yeah. Other people want need range and whatever. But like you could do these things of just like you can have Daniel Jackson come back as a fucking consultant. I'm sure fucking uh, yeah. What's his name? Uh, Dan? Uh, no, uh, something Shanks. What's his name? Michael, Michael Shanks is just chomping at the bit to just get back on the screen and just just dazzle us with I how like handsome he is. For. For sure. Like when I when Stargate ended, I was like, please fucking come back. And then SGU broke my heart. When I found out it got canceled, I like teared up. I was like, fuck, man. Mm-hmm. Like, how can this be the end of Stargate? You know, and now here we are almost 20 years later and they're they're talking about, you know, doing this again. And I'm so curious to see what style they would go with because SGU was so miserably accepted by fans because they went to darkness like where tv is now like every show on tv that's where sgu was so if sgu came out right now it would be like fucking so well accepted but because it was like a pioneer of that dark tone it didn't work people were like we want the optimistic sg1 we don't want the dark sgu what the Mm. fuck and so they didn't support it it got canceled and then they're like well we don't have the support to make another show and we entered 20 years of darkness because of that fan base reaction of like that's not what i like Mm -hmm. so now you know that's why i'm so curious to see if they bring back stargate which Stargate are they going to go for? Are they going to try to be like, well, we have to bring that like slapstick SG one attitude back because people need that lightness. Or are they going to try to go with what SGU failed with, which is what's popular. Well, here's what SG one brought to the table, right? Not only did it have the lightness, but it did have darkness. There was, there was that give and take like the first five seasons I found pretty fucking dark. And then your last, in your back five, they started to be like, fuck it, let's have some fun, guys. Like, let's keep it light. Yeah. Like, uh... No, and some people definitely um, liked that. And that, like, SG1 had that lightness, and, like, Jack O'Neill's, like, jokes, yeah. and, you know, and, and it just went completely away from that. I, I'm excited for you to get Like, I kind of want to rewatch the movie fun. just to see if uh, Kurt Russell was just as jokey. Yeah, he, he was, was not, not, eh? That was what I was trying to remember. <laughs> no, he was pretty Yeah, hard-ass. that's what I was trying to remember. Like he was yeah. just a fucking hard ass general that or uh or a hard ass uh Yeah, well his kid had just recently killed himself using his own gun and all that shit, right? He didn't have time yeah. to get into anything other than like his duty. But Yeah, so but I I'm I'm here for it. Like and I think I got into this at the right time just to find out that there's going to reboot it like yeah. It's like, hey, Tom, watch Deep Space Nine. Boom, Picard. Hey, Tom, watch Stargate SG-1. Boom, yeah. more Stargate, possibly. Like, 
it's a great time yeah. to be alive. Thank you, Sean, for all your contributions to this. Uh, we love and adore you. I already gave you your fucking praise for this, fuckface. I'm just fucking All right, down. Jesus. Calm down. Calm Jesus down. Christ, Sean. <laughs> Pat, your, you just hate self Pat yourself on the fucking back some more. <laughs> Jesus Christ. If you played <laughs> hockey, you would be like the guy turning your back to the referee. Yeah, no, make sure you got fucking 27 here. Like, I, I got the assist. Like, the fucking, the, that's you. I found SG1. Like, I'm excited. So, yeah, no. As much as you want to pat yourself on the back, yes, thank you, Sean. No. And, and obviously, Lee helped a lot along the way with this, too. But no, <clears throat> I'm just, it's awesome when we get to give these things to each other. Like, hey, check this out. Enjoy it. Love it. And then you watch it, and you're like, the fan base wasn't wrong. It's fucking had 10 seasons for a reason and three movies. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Good times. No, no, exactly. I'm excited to see what the future brings for sure. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm all for bringing back like the, like have Tilk be the leader of the Jaffa and like, you don't have to use them all the time. That's not what no. I'm saying. It's just, but you can write them as like the leader of the Jaffa. And then you can just visit them every so often. Like you don't. He takes have on to... the role of like Braytech, and they have fucking a new young hot fucking uh, Jaffa, who's yeah, his mentor. You know what I mean, or whatever. There's could so be his son. Him. It could be Teal'c was betrayed by his mentor, and now he's trying to like. like who knows? Who knows? Yeah, there's so many stories. But yeah, no, it's a fun lore. I'm excited to at the potential of a new show there was some other show that came out i I never saw it i don't know what it was but it got like terrible terrible reviews it was like a youtube short show like 10 minute episodes or something like that a couple of them to do with like uh it was a prequel i believe to do with uh you know the older lady who was involved with the stargate program her dad was involved with it that yeah it was her as like a 20 year old archaeologist okay i never see i i get i don't think you can go too backwards so like let's use it and she was going through the stargate and stuff like that and you're like what yeah that's why it was so like terribly rejected (laughs) i don't even like because of that yeah yeah, because, like, like, look at Enterprise. Like, yes, I should go through the third and fourth season, and eventually I will. Maybe I'll do yeah. that soon. But, like, you look at the first... I'd love it for you. But if you, get to the, if you look at the first two seasons, right, it's a bit of a fucking snooze fest, and it's a bit of a snooze fest because you're just like, you're not doing it the way that we want you to do it. You're not, oh, you're not. It's it's not like you're not the same Star Trek. You're no. you are Star Trek, but you're not Star Trek, and you're not doing you're not Star Trekking the way we want you to Star Trek. If you watched it when it came out, too, like Deep Space Nine and Voyager just ended, and you were like riding the highs of that. They announced a new Star Trek. You're like, holy fuck, there's gonna be. Enough. I knew it couldn't end here. I knew they just wouldn't let this shit in. And then you get Enterprise. And you're yeah. like, uh, we, we didn't ask for this. What do you mean this? No tra- transporters or phasers or fucking tor- what? It was really <laughs> fucking a hard pill to swallow. And like, I hate. I was the fucking first one to be like, this is a goddamn. And like, 
we got faith of the heart. Like, yeah. What the fuck is this? What is like, this? It, it, you know what? It, it just it shouted like some exec just had too much say. That's yeah. what it shouts. And that's why I have a hard time because, like, you get the Vulcan who's super hot that has gigantic fucking breasts, and like, you know why she's fucking there. Yeah, like you're you're not, and that's like kind of different for every woman that's ever been in Star Trek. Yes, there's some beautiful women, and yes, they're all strong, passionate. There's a sexiness to all of them, but they were never sexualized. Yeah. So Paul was fucking sexualized right off the bat because. Come they on. needed it to try to sell. It was a selling point for sure. Yeah, but like, but that's the thing. Like, Star Trek fans are gonna go to go to are going to go to Star Trek. You just yeah. gotta make it good. Exactly. Make it good, and that's yeah, like, they, and that's what, where Enterprise dropped the ball at the beginning. They fixed it with the new series, which is good. Also, the fact that he's super into water polo. <laughs> they dropped that. Fuck. Don't worry. That never gets mentioned again after that, like, one or two stupid episodes where it's just, like, like lightly mentioned. But I know, it's fucking retarded. Like, just, they're like, we need to make water polo. Like, it's still in the future, guys. Fuck off. Give us hockey. We don't want that shit. But anyways. Uh, like, I got on board with fucking Cisco loving baseball, even though it's been gone for years. Because yeah. there's a romance to baseball. There like, is. even people, like, that are super into water polo, they're just like, yeah, no, we're... That was just a phase. That was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, Cisco's passion for baseball. Like that, like his, the way it's dreamy. I get it now after like being in a real fucking baseball game and the dreaminess of like the sport and anything can happen. And yeah. Does it make you rethink getting involved in that uh, junior team that's in Edmonton? Because you know like that, 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 because that was like my point, right? Yeah. You, you, you know can watch does, baseball. Um, and... Okay. I'd like to share with you what it does. I'd like to rewatch Field of Dreams and just give it another chance. Because yes. I have baseball in my heart now. Maybe it'll hit a little different. That's uh, know what? That may have been the issue. You never know. Because you you, there's, there's that. I would also recommend Moneyball. Or for the yeah, love of the I've game. I watched Moneyball and it's really good. I love sport movies. There's yeah. nothing like a good sports movie. And even like that extends to horse movies. The Legend of Bagger Vance. Good fucking movie. About golf. Not bad. Happy Gilmore. Mm-hmm. Great fucking movie. More comedy yeah. than golf. But still. Anyways. We digress. Yeah. Uh, it's it, it, the romanticism like, of this all. And that's yeah. what like why I want mm-hmm. you to go back to Enterprise, Tom. Because... It gets because they get together and play a baseball game. You're gonna shit your pants at how good it gets. That's all I can say. And, and okay. it's like good Trek, fucking solid Star Trek. And there's like tie-ins that you'll be like, "Fucking Christ, what the fuck am I watching? How did this get so good?" And then after three and four, you're gonna be like, "No, why did they cancel this? No," because it's so fucking good. Except for the last episode, you'll be a little bit like, what the fuck is this shit? But other than that, it's really fucking good. Mm. Okay. Well. Please watch it. That's all. Because you deserve it. Not because I want you to see it, but because you deserve to watch some good Star Trek that's been out for 20 years. That's all. Fair fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I will say this. Um, 
Can I ask you a question about who you are as a man? I hope so. I hope I can answer. Let me, let me ask you this. When someone asks you a question about just a random question, you get asked a random question, and you don't know, do you are you the kind of man that says, I don't know? Yeah, Or do you oh, – hold on. Yeah. There's another option here. Finish the question. Or are you the kind of man that goes with your best probable answer to that? In like, let's say the question was, what's the difference between alpacas and llamas? Yeah. Would you go ahead and say, I don't know? Or would you go like, you know, maybe it's the location or maybe it's the fur or something like give your best estimate of an answer? Let me say this to you. I understand the question. I, I'm not hardline to be either way 100% of the time. I'm very fluidic, and each situation can depend on how an answer to a proposed question like that would be. But I am the first person usually to be like, honestly, I don't know. I have no fucking idea. But this is my opinion because everyone's entitled to opinion. So if I didn't know, I would probably start with, honestly, I don't know the difference exactly between a llama and an alpaca. But if I had to guess, I would say like, they look a little bit different. You know, one's a little, maybe a little bit bigger. One's a little bit smaller. I would give possible logical ideas as to why, but I would never, you know, there's a Bob Dylan song that always, that references that I can't think of the exact quote right now, but like, when you go to someone and they tell you an answer when they don't know to begin with, if that, you know, don't know to begin with, but um, I don't want to be that guy. Who's like nothing worse than someone who tells you facts and they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Or like Mm -hmm. you Google what they're like. We live in a world of Google. Now you don't have to not know. You can just like look it up and probably find out the difference between a llama and a paca. So for, so for me to be like, Oh, actually uh, interesting fact. So the alpaca, it's only ever beige. Whereas the llama, it has tricolors and bicolors. And they're like, I'm not going to fucking blow smoke up someone's ass. If I don't know, I will just be like, I'm not sure, but let's inquire to yeah. find out the facts. Why it, do you it's a hum- this question? It's a human trait that I've started to observe lately. It's um, like there's two kinds of people. There's the people that go, I don't know, but if I were to venture guess, here's what this is. Let's look yeah. it up. Or there's the guy that would go like, here's the reason I think it is, but I don't actually know, but I'm going to speak to you about this confidently. Yeah. And then I go. And so, like, I saw this, like, in a training class. So it was legit. The question is, what is the difference between an alpaca and a llama? And this guy started talking. And I went, like, and I kind of called him. I was like, do you actually know that? Or is that just a thing you're saying? He was like, yeah. well, like, what do you mean? Like, have you researched this? Do you actually know this? Do you have, like, common knowledge about, like, llamas and alpacas? Like, is this, is this the thing that you go, like, actually, fun fact, I actually, yeah. like, for some reason, I know about this. Did you grow up like, next to an alpaca farm? Is, is no, no, this like, why I don't you mean this? Yeah. Because it's the thing. Like, I don't mean to be a dick. I don't. But, like, it's just one of those things of, like, naturally. You kind of fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) It's just kind of those things where you go, is this actually like, are you just trying to give off the persona that you know shit? Yeah. Or. And you're afraid to say, I don't know, because someone asked you a question. Yeah. And like, 
I don't know. Yeah, is the greatest the fucking. Problem is there's so many people that are so full of themselves that they'll lie to you, or they'll make something up, or they'll tell you just so that they can be the man or be or the yeah. woman or whatever. Like it's such a weird human fucking. And you're right. Like there is. I've observed that a lot of times as well with people where like you don't really fucking know. And I, I I've also been the barroom guy calling someone out like you just said you did to be like, do you actually know? Or are you just like, well, no, I don't actually know. And you're like, yeah, okay. So, like, you're full of shit then, right? Well, no, like, yeah. You know, it's like the, what is the Billy Madison movie where that, oh, the Chris Farley scene where he's like, yeah, we made out one time. Did you actually? Well, no, like, but like. But me and a know. guy I know. Yeah, exactly. Got, know. got it on. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's just like, that is a yeah. little micro study of humanity. And it's still. Hmm just as relevant today as it was then people just love to be the guy who knows what he's talking about and then yeah. like i said you can google shit now so it's that the ball i actually uh, i did google it actually the the biggest difference between a llama and an alpaca is their size and the type of coat each of them has the llamas grow a coarse wool coat whereas alpacas hair is longer and finer <laughs> I wish you'd said that it was beige, whereas the other one can be tricolor. <laughs> yeah, like, just imagine. I was at the edge of my seat. I was like, "Was I right? Fuck!" Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's yeah. like a thing, and like, <clears throat> I think I'm guilty of it a little bit myself. Like, I, I must, I must be, but like, there are certain things. Where like, like I've gotten to a point in my life where I can go, like, I just don't fucking know. I yeah. can look up. I I know where to find the answer, and I think that is a thing where i think i blame i blame school for this actually because really think about it in school you had to know the answer to everything you had to say you had a history test yeah you had to know what year jacques cartier fucking sailed to canada you had to know this you had to know these facts yeah fine but like in life no one cares. No, that's for sure. And, like, we can have this conversation. And the fact that we have a device in our hand at all fucking times where I can go and look this up. I go, like, when did Jacques Cartier come? Oh, 1534? That's fucking sweet. Like, <laughs> right? Like, it, like, and that, like, that, that's where I think uh, I, I, I kind of blame this kind of thing on, like, where people can't say i don't know and you yeah. should be able to say i don't know but i know where to find the answer for sure and that's like and one like, thing that school does and i've i've been an observant observing this like since i've been an adult school is all about memorizing and almost nothing to do with actually learning they don't mm -hmm. want you to learn shit or learn how to learn they want you to memorize and learn how to memorize things which is like mm -hmm an oxymoron to what schooling should be about you know you should be yeah. teaching people to learn not being like you have to memorize this we're going to test everyone and everybody learns like i think the school system is going to continue to evolve and then hopefully well, it has we'll to. get to a point where it'll be more about teaching people how to learn but then i, I don't know it, it, you get into the my, I'm going to put my tinfoil hat on. The government doesn't want us to fucking learn. They want us to just memorize shit so that they can tell us the way things are going to be and use it as their fuck. You know what I mean? Like it's, mm -hmm. you can go that direction too with the tinfoil hat and be like, well, they don't want us to learn. And like, you look at the big picture of society, you're like maybe that's fucking true. I, I don't think it's, learn. I don't think it's that they don't want us to actually learn. I think to revamp the school system 
is a lot of fucking work. Yeah. And you need a lot of dedicated people and a lot of and like most other people teachers too. are like, oh, I took this job to get summers off. Fuck, I don't want to rewrite everything. <laughs> no, no, no. But that's 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 kind of the thing. Like, like I get reading a book and then talking about it. Like I get because yeah. because I understand critical thinking and that sure. that that I enjoy. And I and teaching you critical thought. That's a good thing. Like that's that's an important thing. That's that's teaching you how to have opinion, and it's also teaching you how to have civil fucking discourse. To be honest, you and I can disagree on something, but we can talk about what we disagree on, and then we can kind of come to a mutual understanding of like, okay, well, you thought that, I think this. All right, let's carry on with our fucking lives. Whereas if you have to have like a history course where it is important to know history, but I do feel like it like it should be able to be more open book than it is a fact. Like yeah. the, the whole like sides of things we paint these people of the past to be like, they knew everything and they were so smart, but, like, but well, also history. Yeah. But also history is written by the fucking winner. Of course. So you have to take like, everything with a grain of so, salt and be able to look at everything. Right. Well, like, well here, like I'll tell you this. Cause I grew up in Quebec. There's a history course. You go to history of, uh, in grade 10, you study the history of Quebec in Canada. You yeah. can either learn it in English or you can learn it in French. And depending on the language you choose, the fucking story's different. That's same, cool. same, same course. Yeah. Just a different language. Oh, and depending on. Yeah. yeah. But one's told from the french perspective and one's told from the english perspective and it's fucking told and taught differently like right there like right there to me that is a fundamental flaw yeah no like am i am i crazy thing is the thing is with that is it should be taught from both sides but that's like every country on the planet has their own way of telling the story because humans are humans and we want to like know what we know and and what's right yeah. to us is is right to us, but what's right to them is also true, you know. And that's yeah. what's fucked up about perspective and like being on this wild ride of being a human being is everything is a matter of perspective. Yeah. So like I'll when I because in my job in my actual job I have to give tests. Yeah, I have to. But depending on the results of certain tests. Like, I can tell when someone is being lazy or just having an off day. Like, you can kind of tell. And so what I do, if you got the wrong answer to a to a question, before I mark it wrong, depend, like, depending on the circumstance. Of because, you, again, again, you can kind of tell because you go, like, dude, you didn't fucking study at all. Yeah. Whereas, like, I can go, like, all right, man, let me ask you a question. And I just rephrase the question. What would you do in this scenario? Oh, I would do this, this, and this. So you go, oh, so you know the answer. Well, yeah. Okay, well, fucking here, you didn't put the answer. Yeah. So but that's you, the difference, you... Tom, and like I, my hat's off to you, is that you are becoming, like learning how to be more of an educator than a teacher. And that's a cool, you should like give yourself a pat on the back for those moments when you look back and like, outside of yourself and being like, I, it's not, 
you know, you weren't bending the rules or anything like you were just trying, you wanted to show that person they didn't know, you know, and they just didn't understand it in a certain context of how it was placed. And that's the difference yeah. between an educator and a teacher, someone who just like yeah. learn it, memorize it, as opposed to someone who's like, like learn yeah. it you know yeah yeah and like and, and that's what it's all about like if i can like and like i'll see who's not putting the work in like you can see like work ethic on the job you see like it's a whole kind of scale yeah uh of work that i see any job where you're see. training people or teaching people like you see what people bring to the table as well yeah. and so i will give you every chance to succeed if you're going to come to me and you're going to work hard and you look like you want to be there yeah i'm going to give you every chance possible to succeed. oh fuck yeah and i'll even look the other way on like dude you got this question like you were going to fail this test but let me just rephrase these questions for you yeah and then and then there's that because some people don't test well 100 percent. some people just don't test well and that's no, fine you can't handle the pressure people you can't... like that that are super intelligent but the stress of the anxiety of it all just fucks them their brain over it's weird yeah and it's that like it's just and like like no teacher ever gave me that when i was a kid like no, no. one like they, you, they didn't like when you meet teachers that do take the time um to help educate you like that it's a pretty cool thing for sure yeah it's a very like but, appreciative thing too when you meet people yeah. like whether it be someone in life it's like um any level of time that you invest into someone else is hard to commit to sometimes as an educator or as a teacher or as a trainer mm. you know yes it's your job so okay you you can invest time into that but in in life like if you're teaching a friend of yours like hey, hey man like no this this is how you start a lawnmower like you, you, you prime it here and then you turn the switch and then, you, and then they can do it. And you're like, you know, passing on, that's part of being human is like teaching. I, I feel like, you know, and some people do mm-hmm. it right. Some people do it wrong, but like any well, opportunity it, to learn something is a, a cool moment to, yeah. to me. Right. Yeah. So like, if, if I see that you want to be here, like there's a difference between someone wanting to earn a paycheck and actually wanting to work here. Oh, like, of course. And when I see that, if I see that you're just here to earn a paycheck and you're just going through the motions, I honestly, I'll find ways to get rid of you because you're not going to help anybody. You're going to be a detriment to the job. For sure. Whereas if I see someone like working fucking hard, they're trying to study, they're trying to do this and they just can't figure it out. I'll go. Okay. Um, let's, let's see if I can. You can fix work this up with a that, little. right? Let's see if I can fix this up a little bit. Like, for sure. And I don't, I don't know if that's cheating. No, or it's I don't. It's I, like, I don't know because, like, I don't want to take a livelihood away from somebody, and uh, it's a thing that I can do in my job. Some people view it as a work perk. I hate it. I don't. I don't like that. Yeah, that's. Uh, I can like to tell someone, "Sorry, man, you're just not going to cut it out here." I. I hate that conversation too. I've had to have it many times. It sucks. And but. like, and it's for this reason, this reason, this reason. Uh, we're just you're you're just not going to cut it out. However, I do take pride in the fact that the ones that I got like got through are fucking mint. Or yeah. like, I take pride in that. There are oh, like, of course. And then like, there's other things like, like, or like. 
you could give them some extra attention or you can do this a little bit. Like, but like, where do you draw? There's also like, how many chances can you give someone? So there's, I play around with that. It's a fine line. That's for sure. Yeah. So all of that to say is I find myself trying to be in a position to try to find the answer instead of just knowing, pretending that I do. Yeah. It's good to think about those things. That's for sure. Yeah, so uh, yeah, that's kind of been like a question that's been on my mind a little bit, and I was just wondering like where you stood on that. Yeah, I try to learn. That's the best thing that I can say. Everybody yeah. has their moments. If someone's like asked me a hockey question, I think I know the answer. I'll just blurt it out, you know. But it depends on the context and the situation. Most of the time, I I lean towards the side of let's educate ourselves and find out. But as I also, to... I also don't think memorizing facts makes you smart. No, I agree. That's what I was pertaining to earlier is like, there's just some people who are great at fucking memorizing shit. Does that, it does make them smart in certain scenarios, but then at the same time you ask them to do something else and they're like fucking clueless because they've invested so much of their brain to this information. Yeah. Like I have so much useless information and then like, I could tell you like all these little fun facts about movies and TV and all this shit. Yeah. Useless. Yeah, it doesn't but, make us smart. But, but I'm the a, fucking dumbest person I know. Yeah, but if we're on like, a desert island with, we're going to be the smartest motherfucker there because we'll keep everyone entertained for weeks, months, years on that island. Just, with all just tell fucking stories of. Yeah. yeah, exactly. On today's episode <laughs> of Deep Space Nine, we'll watch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let me tell you the story of the fucking Romulans. You ready? Yeah, um, pretty much. Uh, and then. Uh, and then I, another thing happened in my life. I haven't done this in years. I retired my Edmonton phone number. Oh, nice. Yeah, you were saying that. I was... Yeah. And I got to tell you, the funniest thing happened. Where everyone over the age of 35 went, prove to me this is you. <laughs> and... I think that that's the fucking funniest thing in the world because I get that there's a lot of phone scams out there, but like I used my whole name and I thought that like I sent out a mass text, like yeah. everyone got, everyone got the exact same text thinking, Oh, Hey there, bud. It's your friendly neighborhood. Thomas sides calling Tom sides. Just letting you know that I've changed my phone number to a province that like all of this. And I thought, the text alone going, oh, yeah, that's fucking him. That sounds like some dumb shit he would do. No. My own mother, who I told I was getting a new phone number, like, she got the heads up, even goes, like, uh, sent, sent me a message on, like, I still have my other phone, and she goes, like, I just got a text from here. Is this you? I'm like, yeah, Mom. Like, I fucking Can I told explain you. something to you outside of, like, you know, sometimes when you step outside of your life, you can't see yourself. And this is a product byproduct of who Tom is. You are a shit disturber. You are. <laughs> so everybody else is like, let's give this motherfucker a hard time. And that's, your fault. that's on you. <laughs> that's all that is. It's not an age thing. Not, I know this asshole well, and he's would fuck with me. So you know what? I'm gonna fuck with him. Oh yeah, prove it. And that's I know, but just like the elaborate prank of going like, here's a new phone number. All right, let me text. Give me your phone. I'm gonna just text everyone I fucking know. Everybody knew it was you. 
but we all wanted to give you a hard time. And I participated in this as well. <laughs> it was the funniest fucking thing. I yeah. just like, and it, but like, there was like an age cutoff. <laughs> and I drew the line at 35 and up. People didn't have that. Like, they're like, ah, whatever, it's Tom, okay. Because they don't care enough or they're, you know, but all the older shit disturbers in your life, which I'm sure you've collected an amazing group of us that are love to give you a fucking hard time. And that's what it yeah. is. It's, it's great. There. They'll get there it's, too. They're just young and they don't know any better to give you a hard time yet. But they'll yeah. get there. Yeah. I like it. I think it was just one of the funniest, funniest things. Like, honestly, you like? did you have your doubts or were you just like hoping for that dumb selfie that I gave you? I knew it was you. But yeah, now I have a great birthday selfie for next year. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> fucking with you. Well, Tom, I think this might just wrap up this episode. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure. We put some good time in here. It's we're probably hour thirty right now. That's I know we had a couple recording stoppages. That's why it's a little yeah. off. But I thought that I would, uh, yeah, end the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Uh, well, I'm happy. I'm, we got a lot of stuff on our chest, I, 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 off our chest here. I, I feel Let's bad. go. I feel better. Excellent. Fucking go Oilers! Woo! Let's go Oilers! Uh, David Dreisaitl, Kane, let's fucking go. Yeah, baby. On that note, I'm Sean Sides, and this has been One Side of the Story. I'm Tom Sides, and this has been Another Side of the Story. Sean, you fucking nailed it, just like Jesus the Carpenter. Woo! Have a good week, everybody. Live long and prosper. Two sides of the story. Two sides of the story. Sides of the story with Tom and Sean. Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at Two Sides of the Story, on TikTok at Two Sides of the Story Pod, and if you want to send us an email, send it to Two Sides of the Story Pod. That's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com.